Welcome to I Feel Tried the Podcast. I'm Des. And joining me today are Jukebox with Jay. What's up, Jeremy? Hey, what's going on? Good to be back, man. Hey, welcome back. And for her second time on our show, Miss Nay Levon. What's up, Nay? I'm glad you're down to come back. My gosh. Uh, last time you were on was in November. And we did yeah. a birthday-style celebration slash Thanksgiving episode. So um, I'm glad you're back, and I didn't scare you away last time with all of my <laughs> turkey uh, inside questions. Or what was I asking? I was asking, asking you about, like, how much the stuffing costs and shit. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. I think I did horrible, too. I forgot. But, yeah. Who remembers? No one remembers. So yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you to both of you for taking time out of your day to do this episode. I'm excited to get into it. And you both know each other, I think, because of me, right? Uh, nah. I think each other oh. a little bit before. <laughs> or known of each other, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or from the, from the restaurant. From yeah. Hi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which restaurant is it? Maria's. Oh, Maria's. Oh, shout out to Maria's. Um, <laughs> you can Bring send me together. an overnight pizza slice to San Antonio. No, it's good. <laughs> can you send food um, over the plane? Or is, like, yeah. do people... Yeah. Okay, how come you can't get away with sending, like, some things over the air, but you can send a freaking cookie or you can send some brownies or tacos or something? I have no idea. Mean? Yeah. So, I mean, you just said that you can, like, do they check to see what you're sending? If you're sending somebody some cookies, like my friend Melissa, you know Melissa, um, she, her mom sent her cookies to Washington from Hawaii and mm-hmm. she got them and they were like still fresh. So how come people aren't regulating that? Is that not a thing? I, I don't know. I don't like, know. When it comes- I don't know how it works. So I can't say. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, no, me neither. When it comes to that, like, I don't know, like, how that works out either. I know you can bring, like, certain things through. Mm-hmm. But other things are just like really strict about and I think it has to do with like they think that you're gonna like make money off of it somehow or something like that. Well, I'm trying to get people to send me some food, so that's why I'm asking. Yeah, so I'm trying to get people yeah, so um don't mind what everyone's saying, just send me the cookies, it'll be fine. Um, yeah. So anyways, if you're playing our drinking game this week. What's my favorite word? Anytime you hear, whoa, you mad, huh? Take a sip of whatever you're drinking. <laughs> I try not to look at them when I'm uh, doing these little things, but I was staring <laughs> at Janae the whole time, and she makes me laugh every time. <laughs> and we both are rocking our curly hair. Love it. Love to see it. I just darkened mine. I don't know if you can tell. It's a little bit darker. Yeah, I was gonna say you dyed it. A little bit. I dyed it lighter, and then it kind of was too light even though I thought it was light enough and it kind of ruined it. So then I darkened it a little bit and I like it. And also, since Texas is all over the place when it comes to weather, uh, freaking last Thursday, we were on literal tornado watch. I did not know that I was gonna be thrown into tornado style shit this quickly but yeah. i was in a full-on tornado watch like y'all had an ice age and, and, and yes. tornadoes you know? yes we had the <laughs> ice age return of the ice age in february when i first moved here and then yeah last week we were on tornado watch and it was like a storm and 
I've said before how like the older I get, I get more like afraid of things. I'm like chicken of like driving far places mm. and like just crazy things. <laughs> and so like, I'm like, why the fuck am I afraid of lightning and thunder? Like, come on, like don't be a baby. But no. it's it was pretty severe here and it knocked out the power for just one second. I, I hear some people got it knocked out for hours. Mm-hmm. But luckily, mine was only for, like, honestly, maybe two seconds at the most. Yeah. And uh, we were on Tornado Watch. And then there was golf-sized hail hitting my window. It was crazy. Damn. And then two days later, I laid out in the sun. And now I'm sunburnt. So (laughs) all over the place. Climate change, everyone. Do you guys believe in climate change? Are you climate change people? I mean, how can you not believe in it? It's like not believing the sky is blue. You see it. It's happening. Come on. Yeah, no, I believe in it too. Like, I feel like obviously we're responsible for climate change. Like, I feel like it's like what we're eating or like the chemicals that we use and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think it's real. Yeah. There's people that don't believe in it. And I don't understand like where that even comes from because you feel it. I mean, like you're experiencing it, right? I mean, of course, you know, I can only kind of really speak on California and now Texas terms. But back in California, you know, when people were asking me, are you going to miss the weather when you move? It's like every single day there was something new. It was like either like uh, excessive wind some days or it would be like crazy cold when it shouldn't be that cold in certain uh, Mm -hmm. months of the year and then super hot. Every summer in at least Ventura County, L.A. County area has been hotter every single year. Right. So hello. Literally. Yeah. Climate change. All the fires. Yeah. Fire season. The fact that there's a fire season is some bullshit. Yeah. I don't miss it. I heard I heard that part of climate change too is also eating meat. I don't really? know how it like yeah, no, that's what I heard. I don't know how it connects because I don't like So I, I could tell you exactly how that connects. Oh, okay, let's <laughs> no. <laughs> Let us learn. Um it's, it's it's political. So uh, I I don't I'm I'm curious of where you heard that, but um basically Fox News took this <laughs> article News. saying that that was done like back in twenty twenty that said in order to reach like zero output or something like that, we would need to cut our meat consumption by 90%, right? So then um, since like Joe Biden is president and Democrat, they were like, Joe Biden wants to cut our meat so that you can only have a burger a month or something like that. (laughs) They retracted the story, but that's where it came from. They took this study and was like, oh, well, he wants to meet those goals. So in order to meet those goals, this article said we got to get rid of meat. So that's what he wants to do. It was, it was a big, like, big connection there. But, um, but, but yeah, so there's a study that says, like, if we want to get down to zero, we got to cut 90% of our meat. So you believe, do you believe it? Do I believe that it, it would help? Yeah. I mean, all the waste, all the transportation, all the, you yeah. know, like the whole cattle industry produces a lot. Um, I remember seeing this lake next to, like, this pig farm. And they would just dump all the waste in this lake, and the lake was like blood red, and it was it was just disgusting. So, um, so so yeah, I think it would help a lot if we got rid of it. But I don't think anyone's trying to do that. Yeah, I think everybody's trying to like avoid that for sure. Yeah. Well, that's actually funny. I'm glad you brought that up because one of the main topics I wanted to ask you guys about today is how do you feel with what seems like everybody being so politically driven these days? So I get it. Okay, just. To quickly give my little input here is in so many ways, it's amazing. It's great. I love that people are paying attention now and people are more aware to to more social issues that are politically um, related. But like, 
I'm hearing stuff every single day now and it's a little bit exhausting. It's more exhausting when it's opinions that don't really match up with mine, if I'm being super honest. So now that I'm in a new state and it's doesn't, you know, the majority doesn't match up with my beliefs. It's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little over hearing about everyone's political opinions every single day. Uh, I thought that it would kind of mellow out once election season was over. Um, but no. I would definitely take that over people not being political because you know it's it's not just politics it's people's lives you know what I mean like uh if there's a law that passes that limits you from like like gay marriage you know like if you just ignore it it's it's kind of fucked up <laughs> you know mm-hmm. um because that's somebody's life but you might be like ah oh, it's too much politics I don't know so I think everyone should have like at least like a healthy knowledge of what's going on because everything affects somebody in some way and I, I think we do need to, you know, be aware of that. But like, if you're just a hobbyist, you know, just make it healthy. If if you're actually like an activist, then then uh, you know you do what you got to do and and know as much as you know. But if you're just a, you know trying to get by in the day and got your own problems, I, I I don't think you should be like consuming politics like to the point where. It, it bothers you or messes up your day. Yeah, or just finding it in every little crevice of conversation, you know? I think that so many people turn things political that like are not political and it's, I don't know, for me, it's just a little overwhelming. Like I wanna- okay. Can you give an example? I'm curious. I don't know. I just, I'm over, I'm over this vaccine being politicized. I'm over masks being politicized. You know, I've said so many times on this damn podcast about how I vote blue, I'm Democrat, whatever. And I also am like, I'm, I'm a little bit afraid to take the vaccine. And I know that people that don't want the vaccine are, I'm seeing on the media how it's like Republicans. And I'm seeing Democrats say, oh, well, if the Republicans would listen or if, you know, the Republicans would, would have Trump speak on their behalf, then maybe they would be more uh, accepting of the vaccine that kind of stuff is what i'm talking about how it's like how is this political this has i mean this is not political and it shouldn't be political i get how it is but it's what i said that's america for you i mean i know you know those those people had goals to making it political you know what i mean like i know i know like that and they did it (laughs) us versus them you know like the election stolen like all those things (laughs) you know yeah political political reasons so whoa you mad huh well, I'm freaking over it, and I want to get into maybe a little bit more of a lighthearted issue <laughs> when it comes to things that bother me. So this might be a good opportunity to do pet peeves. So since neither one of you have been around for pet peeves before, what this is is just giving us all 30 seconds uninterrupted to rant about something that's currently bothering you. So, I mean, I can go first since you guys haven't done it before, or if one of you just wants to go for it, go for it. You're good. Go ahead. Now, you give me an example, because I don't know if I can go on for 30 seconds. So I want to see how that's, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> 30 seconds is not enough. So, I will go first. Okay. Okay. And the timer starts now. Okay. So, I want to talk about how one of my dumb fucking neighbors, and yes, I said it. If you're listening, you're dumb. <laughs> how they took my fucking parking spot so we pay for parking living where i live it's you don't pay for an individual spot so whatever i get it whatever first come first serve yeah whatever well this bitch had the audacity to move in 
uh, like a week ago and take my spot that is very prioritized and um she okay so, oh my god <laughs> what the fuck ah, i didn't even get into it i still want her to listen i'm going over my time fucking get your own spot bitch there's plenty of spots around that's my spot <laughs> that went by quick uh, i want to hear the rest that, i know and i wasn't even oh my god i thought i was like giving you guys a yeah, good build and yeah. no i fucking i needed to just dive in and start name calling her <laughs> i saw her the other day too and i was like you're the bitch it's in my spot <laughs> But so now, like sometimes I literally, clear, it's not your spot. It's a Let's spot. be very clear, Jeremy. It is my fucking spot. This bitch moved in three months after me, so but it's it my spot. Okay. She can find her own. No one else. Everyone else has their own little spot. I my spot has not been interrupted until this bitch moved in here. So yes, it is my spot. Whoa, you mad, huh? So you guys gave me a minute. Thank you for that. <laughs> Just all right. Well, I think I want to hear from Nay next. So if you're ready to rant, I will start my stopwatch. Ready. Okay. And the 30 seconds starts now. So I had a birthday party for my boyfriend about a couple months ago. Uh, we were being loud and noisy. So the next day she came outside and I wanted to apologize to her and, you know, give her, you know, just be nice to her. As I was apologizing, she was just like, oh, you know, I was like, I'm sorry for the noise, you know, my bad, you know, we'll put it down next time. She goes, well, I didn't, I didn't get to go to work today. And I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you get a day off, you know, I'm sorry, like, you get a day off. And she's just like, um, no, then I don't get, I, I, oh, shit. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know it was going to go that bad. Right? It's hard. I know. I know. Okay, the rest of I want to hear more about this. Let's let's let Jeremy go, and then and then I want to hear the rest of the story. I want to story. hear both of y'all. I want to hear the rest of both of y'all. But go ahead. <laughs> okay, and the thirty seconds starts now. Okay, so my current pet peeve, since you know I'm a film buff, TV show, all that stuff, um, is like every single company coming out with their own app and trying to charge, like. <laughs> that shit is so annoying. Like, I, I'm not gonna have Discovery Plus, uh, you know, the CW, like all these different shows. Like, it's I don't know, it's, it's, it's becoming too much. Like, I, I just want to have a maybe two Hulu and Netflix or something like that. I don't need 50 different streaming services. It's crazy. Okay, you like did really good on that. You practice. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're like perfectly timed. <laughs> Oh, shit. So where do we even start? I guess really quick. Uh, yes. So I almost like didn't get cable because if I'm paying for all these damn streaming apps, mm -hmm. I'm literally racking up like a $60, $70 a month Easy. in apps. Yeah. And then I'm also playing, paying for my cable, too. So, yeah, that's you guys need to all figure it out. Netflix and Hulu had a good deal mm -hmm. with a bunch of other networks to begin with. Yep. And then now everyone else is going somewhere yeah. else. So, yeah, I get that. And Disney Plus has raised their price like three times. I don't have I it. I canceled but Disney Plus. I don't have uh -huh. it, but I got it to watch the Beyonce uh, film yeah, or whatever. Or, or the, oh, the Black no, is, the, Black uh, is King. Black is King. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, was yeah. Dope. that was dope. And then I realized that I was still paying every single month and not watching one thing. Mm -hmm. So I canceled that shit really quick. Nope. Oh, and I tried to watch. Sorry. I feel like I'm going to actually personally attack you, Jeremy. But I started trying to watch WandaVision because I kept seeing people talk about uh -huh. it. And I could not. Play. I there. I could How not keep a get? track on what was going on the whole time. How far did you get? Uh, probably the third episode. Oh, okay, okay. 
So it changed like time zones or time <laughs> yeah. frames or yeah. shit. And then it went into color. It was crazy. Spoiler alert. It starts off as one show and ends up as a whole other. So I don't know. Yeah. Wait, so Nate, what were you freaking saying? So oh, you're, you had an issue with your neighbor. Long story short. Okay, so pretty much I was just trying to be nice. I didn't want to apologize in the first place because <laughs> I didn't say this in 30 seconds. She called the cops a couple of times. I'm just like, really? Like, it wasn't even that late. Anyways, but I was trying to be the bigger person, so I, I went out. She was coming out as soon I, as I was, and I was, like, trying to apologize and say sorry. And as in the middle of me saying sorry, she's interrupting me, like, oh, oh yeah, I, I had to miss work. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, at least you get a day off. She's like, well, no, no, I have to make money. And I'm just like, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just interrupting me as I'm trying to be nice and just, like, creating this buildup, and I'm just like, well, what do you want me to do? Like, do you want me to go to work for you? Like, I blew up. <laughs> like, how are you gonna, come on, you see my intentions are good. Like, why are you trying to create something here? And then you get mad at me when I blow up on you. It's just like, you want to get give that energy. And then like, when I give it back to you, it's it's a problem. Like, I didn't like Yeah, that. she's not ready. And I still her to this day, so it's like awkward. <laughs> but I'm getting out of here, so we're good. Well, maybe you should do no. a going away party um, and just yeah. give her one last. Yeah. <laughs> no. I should. Oh my god, I should. That'd be a good one. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you need to hear me say left about my parking spot issue, but this bitch. I mean, oh, and I, I, okay. Before I decided that this was my pet peeve, I told myself I can't keep calling her bitch the whole time. I can't keep saying stupid ass, and it just is coming out. I mean it, you guys. I'm so serious with my reaction. I get it. Okay, so I'm going to play a little devil's advocate. I get the little people that are chirping saying, like, you don't own a spot. You don't, It's not your spot. Is your name on it? Like, I get it. No, my fucking name is not on it. It should be, but it's not. I paid just like any other people that park in my little garage paid. The thing is, there is unspoken rule in so many things in life. But for this particular scenario... There's like, you know, when you when you work somewhere or when you live somewhere, like what I'm saying, and everybody has like a spot that they usually go to, you don't just decide one day that you're going to take their spot and then you ruin the whole flow of how things go. I lived here three months before this girl ever did, and then she just like takes my spot. And then the first two days I gave her that leniency. I was like, okay, maybe she just moved in. She you wants to be up. close to the elevator. Should've cut it off at the start. Should have put a note on her car and been like, nah. <laughs> I thought about doing that, but I'm like, it's confrontational. We're in Texas. Everyone has guns. Yep. No, I'm not oh, trying to piss someone off that much, you know? Good. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll be patient. Maybe she just moved here. Maybe I can be compassionate and she wants to be close to the door because my spot is closest to the door. <laughs> and uh, she's moving in some heavy stuff, okay? I even think she has kids. I wasn't going to say that part because then obviously everyone sides with her. But I thought, <laughs> okay, maybe she's moving in the baby and she needs to be close. Okay, cool. There's your two days, honey. Now you see that this is the spot where I always park at. So why don't you go and get the other spot by the other door over there? Not my spot, this right here. Because you, how are you going to just move in and think that you just get the best spot? No, bitch. I get the best spot. That's all. That's all I meant to say. How did you move in and get the best spot? Because no one was parking there. I So it's a like brand new building on my part of the building. So I guess a little bit more towards the front has been around for a year and a half. Mine is like within the past few months. Nobody really lived on this angle, this side of my building. So people are starting to get signed and move here and that whole thing. Um, so when I moved in February 1st, actually 
January 31st, if you want to get technical, nobody was in my spot. I had that spot. I've been there the whole time. I'll be gone for, you know, 12 hours a day. I come back, my spot's nice and warm for me, waiting for me. I shouldn't even be ranting as long as I am about something this minimal to my life. Um, when my mom was here, that's actually when it first started, so a couple weeks ago. Uh, and my mom's like, I can't believe you're getting this mad over a parking spot. And I'm like, it's not that I'm getting this mad over the parking spot. It's the principle, you know? It's like you, know, like you just got here. You're new here, okay? <laughs> so you follow by what everyone else has been doing. You don't come here and tell me how we're going to do things because I've been doing things before you even existed. So that's why. I don't think I'm wrong. I really don't. I'm not wrong. Do you think she's unaware of how her actions are being perceived? Well, she needs to be. So I don't fucking know. <laughs> she probably doesn't even care. That's that's the whole reason that on her first couple days, she just takes my spot. So then we've been going back and forth. She sees that my car goes there. When, when I do have a pocket of when she's gone, I've moved my car right in there. So she's able to see, oh, this car keeps parking there. I wonder if I'm in their spot. That's how she should be thinking. I, I can't tell her how to think. I mean, I guess I just did. <laughs> do you guys, I mean, be, be real. Be real here. Do you think that I'm wrong for how no, I think? I don't think you're wrong for feeling how you feel because that's you. Like, you know, you have, I'm the type of person I'm like, hey, I've been parking here. Just want to let you, maybe you didn't know, but I've been parking here. Is it okay? Exactly. I would have told her. You oh, you would have? Yeah, yeah. I told yeah. Her. <laughs> See, but isn't it different because you're a woman? So if you're speaking to another woman, it's less comfort. I mean, it's still confrontational, but it's less confrontational than a man coming up to you See, and you're a single mother. You know, it doesn't sound great. That's why I wasn't going to say all those other factors. Are, are there no other parking like in the area? There's plenty of other parking that she is welcome to explore. <laughs> but yours is the I best. I already did my exploring and I found my spot and I'm very happy with my spot. So I've been parking there since before her lease even existed. <laughs> I feel like it's it's a one way war you got going on, man. It is. <laughs> like she's oblivious. To she doesn't even know what's going on. <laughs> I'm trying to talk really loud so she can hear. No, I'm just kidding. She's not that close. <laughs> That's funny. Do you feel tried yet? <laughs> just kidding. But our sponsor, H2 Rose, wants you to feel all the benefits from drinking a rose water beverage infused with saffron. H2 Rose helps improve your skin appearance and complexion, promotes better sleep at night, decreases occasional stress and anxiety, which then leads to an enhanced mood, not to mention the amazing flavors that they have available to you in packs of four or packs of 12. My number one is the Wildberry, I gotta say, it's my go-to, but the peach, the apple, and the mango come in a three-way tie for second place, so I'm pretty sure you're set either way you choose to go. H2 Rose is offering our listeners an exclusive discount for listening to the show. Hey, use ifeeltried at checkout and you'll receive 25% off your purchase. Now you can find them in the grocery stores too and you can get them individually, but if you want to order online and get 25% off, you might as well, right? That's drinkh2rose.com. Use the code IFEELTRIED and you get 25% off. I promise you this is going to be your new go-to drink.
We are officially a part of iHeartRadio now. You can ask Alexa, Echo, Google, Siri, whoever to play new episodes of I Feel Tried the Podcast, or you can catch up on old episodes too, whenever and however you would like. No apps necessary if you want to just stream it directly from your phone's internet on Safari or whatever it is that you use. Go ahead and type in iHeart.com, search for I Feel Tried, the podcast, and make sure you leave a five-star rating and review while you're at it. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Introducing iHeartRadio Plus and iHeartRadio All Access, your radio now on demand. Welcome back. All right, so... Can I confide in you guys for a quick second? (laughs) I have been nervous on if I even want to bring this up because I just feel like, I don't know. I always question myself on how personal I want to get on this podcast. Um, I feel like I am very open, but there's some issues I still need to challenge myself with being open about with myself and let alone with freaking an open audience, you know, whoever wants to listen to this can listen to this and, and I get feedback. So, um, a long time ago we did a daddy issues episode where we were talking about issues with parents. One of the participants didn't have any issues with their parents. So, um, it kind of just became like me complaining the whole time. And I, I, it just didn't give me exactly what I needed. Anyways, long story short, uh, I have been dating since I moved here to Texas and uh before that i mean was corona right so i wasn't seeing anyone at all uh in any sense of that of that phrase um but i've also been like very guarded on like starting anything with someone just because i know how i get when i'm hurt and when i'm hurt i'm like hurt and i feel like when i'm hurt I don't like saying you hurt people because who wants to admit that like hurt people hurt people, you know, no one likes hearing someone say that. And I don't like saying it out loud either, but I almost feel like when I'm hurt, I need you to feel what you did to me. So then, you know, does that make sense so far? (laughs) It's just been all me talking. Sorry, guys. (laughs) No. Yeah. I follow. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I, I would love to, to report to everybody after these past couple of years and say that like, all my problems are gone. I've this healed person. I've worked through all my issues and now I'm over them. But like, I still have so many complexes that I feel come from, of course, having issues with my dad and also just like certain ways of how I was raised. I mean, I love my mom and I have great memories with her. But for example, there's like this guy that I was just seeing, he would say things like, um, you're so beautiful. Or he'd like call me and just say like, Hey, beautiful. I'm not used to that kind of a thing. So what is wrong with me that my reaction in my head, my inner dialogue is why does he say that? Like that my first thought is why does he say that? I, I don't know. So my question, I guess what I'm trying to ask you guys is how are some ways that you're able to change the way that you think or the way that you feel about a situation when you're in the middle of it? Because you know, when you think in retrospect, it's easy to be like, okay, this is how I handled the situation. This is what I could have done better. And this is what I can do going forward. But when you're in the middle of being hurt or when you're in the middle of going through some bullshit, do you both have like any tactics or techniques on how to like get yourself out of that? 
communicate. You just have to be honest with how you're feeling. Like if say like if I was in a situation like that, like I've been in situations like that where people call me beautiful as well. I'm just like, wait, what the what's going on? Like I can't really accept it because I at a time there was like a moment in my life where I didn't feel I feel like I I needed or deserved any type of love from a man because I never really had one. Had a man in my life that loved me unconditionally, right? So these people in my life that would just appreciate me and love me, I would resist it. And I didn't pick up on it until somebody communicated that to me about what I was doing. And then I would reflect and then I would sit in sit in the emotion and just try to dissect it and then communicate back with them. It's like, okay, well, I'm not used to this. Um, I feel like I don't, I don't have any love for myself or, you know, just be very verbal about how you feel. And that's really hard for people to do these days. Like a lot of people don't know how because either one, they're scared or two, um, it's foreign. They never done it before. It's just uncomfortable for people. But once you get over that, that's just the beginning of like the whole new life for you as far as like relationship goes, you know? I mean, that all sounds great, but not everyone is willing to cooperate with with a right. perfect situation like that. So, I mean, I had a little moment where I kind of like freaked out a little bit. And uh, I my thing is like I send a lot of text messages. So I was sending a lot of text messages. And to me, I sent those thinking that this is the end of it anyways. Right. You already kind of messed up our flow. So I'm going to send you these messages like it's the last time that we're even a thing, you know. And so he was saying how he just like was so surprised by my reaction. And it it brought me back to like how I used to feel when I would act out and I had to be accountable the next day because that's exactly kind of what I did was was act out and then have to be accountable. And I was just feeling like, holy shit, like, how am I ever going to outgrow these flaws or the way that I think about myself or you know, there's some people, I remember one of the people during our daddy issues conversation was saying how, okay, but you know, you're able to like choose your own path. You're able to choose your own reaction. You're able to choose how you behave and not, not be like, um, held down to how someone made you feel growing up. And like, while I get how that sounds true, let's put like real life factors into play, you know, put my real life into account for how it, how it, breaks all of this down you know so like is it fair to keep blaming how my dad talks to me and how i'm i haven't spoken to my dad since uh the very beginning of july so i mean i haven't talked about this on the podcast which i can't believe i actually haven't but i haven't spoken to him i haven't spoken to my little brother since july that's a whole other episode i could go on for a whole hour about why that happened and what they called me and there's slurs against me and hate speech and it's just i don't have patience for that kind of shit anymore why should i have to deal with it why should i have to get over it just because i'm related to these people doesn't mean that i have to forgive and that i have to get over it you know so i just feel like i have all these fucking issues and i'm never going to be healed so how do i get my mind to believe that i can heal and that i can get over this because i'm 28 fucking years old and i still feel like i'm acting when it comes to my love life the way that i did when i was 18 years old well, I'll say the main thing you could do is like recognize it and seek help. You know what I mean? Um, 
whatever help that is, even if it's talking to us on the podcast, but you know, like seek help if, you know, in any problem, like, you know, don't try to go through it alone and, and get different advice from different people, you know, or however you get it, Google it, you know, everything's on Google, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, second, I would say like, definitely you gotta, you gotta, you know, like we're all adults now, you gotta, you, I mean, people are to blame. A lot of people are to blame, especially, you know, because we didn't have a choice on how we grew up. But at this point, like, we got to be mature enough to be like, okay, that's what happened. But I got to fix this if I want to be happy because you're you're the only person living your life. So, mm-hmm. if you're so unhappy, that part that you're saying is the part I need to get to. So how do you do that? I mean, it depends on the problem. But I would say, like, try to try to, you know, work on something like one thing a day. You know, it's big, small, just one thing a day. Um, I mean, of course, it depends on what the issue is. But like, if you have a problem cleaning your room, you know, don't think of the whole big problem in goal. It's going to seem impossible. You know, pick start by picking up a sock. You know what I mean? Like the little, little, little baby steps. You know what I mean? Have you ever been through anything similar to like, whether it be romantic or not, to where you just feel like you you haven't outgrown one of maybe your less favorable characteristics? I mean, I think everyone has, you know, like at some point gone through something and, uh, you know, sometimes it hits you and you're like, oh, fuck, you know, like I need to not do that. Like if it's like I get drunk too much or I end up blacking out, you know, I think we've all been at some point where we've been doing a little too much of something. Mm hmm. You know, you, you recognize it and you're like, okay, I'm going to stop that. And then you do what's necessary to, to reach that goals. So my thing is like, don't look at the big picture. Maybe, maybe just take it day by day. You know, like if your relationship with your dad is one way, maybe, you know, you don't think of, I can't possibly fix our entire relationship. Maybe it's just like, I fix how we talk to each other I, or I tell him how I feel, you know, one day. But how do I undo the the programming of it i mean because people i mean i guess what you're saying is i need to speak to a psychologist which i'm totally open to but that shit costs money i don't have health insurance maybe i should go to one of those little like um those apps which i'm not sponsored by but like talkspace or something because i guess it's more of an affordable way have you guys heard of that talkspace it's like a more affordable therapist therapy no but that's really cool it's like when you go on an app right and then like we see you, know, you have your, your therapist speaking to you through an app, whether it be video chat or texts or something like that. Um, and that's the thing is like, uh, it's just another huge issue in this country of to get political again, mm-hmm. right? Is, is how yeah. you realize that you might need some mental help or you need some sort of psychological issue that you really, uh, that you found. So I've done that much where I found what I would like to improve. Now I just need the tools to figure out how to actually improve these things you know like Mm. the fact that i i question why someone would compliment me right away or when someone calls me good looking or something like that i'm like i'm not used to it so then it just goes down to well how come i'm not used to it you know what was wrong back in the day that i wasn't able to hear these things Mm -hmm. nay you were saying how you have some sort of a a outlook on how you might be able to relate um do you feel like this is something that is just a constant battle do you feel like you've kind of gotten over issues you had growing up um no i think the issues that i had growing up is part of the reason of who i am today as far as like um you were talking about like how how do i get over the conditioning that that you have right yeah the way that i i'm not i don't think something you'll ever get over it's, it's, we made you, no. you know, but look, but look, 
I think that a way to accept it is forgiving what happened and not holding on. To, how no, do you look, get to how do you get to feeling forgiving like I it sounds great you guys I love hearing all these things that are like wise men's tales it sounds amazing but how do I feel forgiveness I can't just say okay I forgive you I'm not really forgiving you I'm just saying it right okay yeah so that, that's something you don't want to do so you have to be ready and everything happens within time and I think that um, you would just have to like change your thought processes a little bit on on the issue because you're still upset i think you're still mad you're still angry you just have to learn how to like just let the anger out somehow and then eventually be done with it because that anger that anger that you're holding within yourself is is hurting you it's not hurting anybody else i know anymore. but it's so you know I mean? so for me trying to move on it's like what sucks is that yeah you're right the people that have hurt me get to move on and they don't get to think about this every day. They don't let it, you know, eat up at mm -hmm. them yeah. from yeah. time to time. So it's so unfair. So it's like for me to forgive these people that have already forgiven themselves. How do I, you know, I don't know. I, and I think that the, the real answer is that I should just actually really seek professional help. But like yeah, I'm in the middle of something, you know, I feel like I, I haven't been in a long term relationship because of me you know i can't just say that it's everyone else i know that i feel like i'm the issue but why why do i know that i'm the issue and i can't figure out how to fix those issues that's what i would really love to challenge myself to discover and to then be able to feel like i'm moving on because i keep hitting the same shit. you know like something little happens i have no patience for it so i cut you off and it's like i've been programmed to do that if i get enough you know i, I think of like growing up and my really good friend we would fight in like second grade from the beginning and we would ignore each other for like two days and that's how we got over things so i'm not saying she's the issue of my problems i'm saying i've been doing that since my parents you know since before i met my friends in in grade school it's like you ignore someone and that's how i deal with issues and that's not healthy that's not great how do you actually get over things when you ignore them well, so you have to think i don't know like, what do you actually want out of life? Like when it comes to that section in, in your life, like if what's your goal and you have to understand, like when you get to your goal, you can't bring that baggage with you that you're trying to hold on to. Like all that resentment that you're trying to hold on to is going to stop you from getting to the place. Oh, I don't want it. I want to let go of it, but how? You just got to do it. You got to focus on the goal, the goal that you want within yourself. Mm, and then like, yep. if the more you focus on that, the less you'll focus That's, on your, yeah, on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like how you mentioned, like, you know, it seems like everyone else is moving on and they're whatever, you know, you're still dwelling on it. You know, I would say that most of those people are happy with themselves. You know, even if they did you dirty, they're actually content with themselves and and they're probably doing what they love in some form or fashion or just like in a happy place. And maybe it's because you're not in a happy place that you're focusing on all these external things when you need to be focusing internally and fixing that first. That's the thing is that that's why I've avoided like a, a love life or whatever. Um, and then when I first got here, I, I genuinely felt happy. Like I felt like, holy shit, like I've been missing out on this. Like, is this what it actually feels like to like have feelings of happiness that are sustained longer than like, you know, watching a TV show for an hour <laughs> or something. Mm -hmm. But then this kind of just interrupted me for a second. So I don't think that I'm focus on other things like you just said or that i'm unhappy about something else i think i'm unhappy that someone was contributing to my already newfound happiness and then that part got taken away quickly so i was like wait okay so i just need to be able to maneuver I would, I would, how i was before 
I would say, why are you even dating? You know what I mean? Why am like, I dating? Yeah. Am I supposed to be a nun for the rest of my life? No, not for the rest of your life. I've been a nun for a year. Listen, listen. (laughs) But obviously that situation, because you have these issues that you haven't like fixed, right? And you over here trying to like, I mean, because a relationship can take you to the highest highs. Yeah. Especially the first couple months. You know what I mean? When Mm. you waking up, they're on your mind and stuff, but they can also take you to the lowest lows. So, you know, when it's all over. Yeah. Mm. So you just kind of effing yourself up by... You know, playing by even entertaining stuff. the idea of one that's exactly. so miserable. Listen, Why am no, I so but... fucked up that I can't even have a relationship? <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm 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 just saying like if if you need to like just work on your, yourself for a little bit, you know what I mean? Like it don't I gotta be the rest was. of your life. I thought you... I was. <laughs> but obviously you still had those issues when you went into the relationship. So you I mean you did you didn't. You probably felt good, but my dad has never apologized to me and he never will. My mom just started apologizing to me because it's like I mean, this goes so deep, you guys. Again, this could be a whole other episode, but like <laughs> yeah. li- things of like my dad saying like um, he doesn't want me to be a girly boy or talking about Hollywood and calling it Holly weird because the people that would walk around, you know, I remember these images of people that were dressed in like colorful clothing or like, you know, gay people or transgender people. And he said that, you know, it's for weirdos. And I remember just the things that he would say are like always geared against who I am today. I am part of the LGBTQ community. I'm a queer person. And he had a history of, of saying things like, I don't want you to be a girly boy, or how come you talk like that? Or how come you move like that? Or how come you move your hands like that? You know, these things that have been implanted into me. And then I'm just, it, now it's my fucking, I'm, I'm responsible for dealing with it and being patient because if I overreact, then I'm the crazy one. And then I'm now responsible for getting over it and for forgiving him when he's never asked. You know, it's like, yeah, I have a fucking lot of issues, guys. I'm making crazy eyes right now at the screen. Everybody <laughs> listening can't hear me. But like, yeah, I do have a fucking lot of issues. And, and I just wish people would just be less about themselves and more about like the moment. I don't even need you to know my history. But but think of how we are in, in the moments that we're together and, and go with that. You know, don't turn into someone else when I'm not around because then that's when people get mistreated. I don't know. I would just say it's it's important to remember every, everybody's a person, you know what I mean? Like, I, I remember when I was, like, younger and looking up at to people that were, like, 20 or even, like, seniors, you know? Like, if you're a freshman, <laughs> you're looking up seniors. And it seems like they got it all together and they should have it together and this and that or whatever. And now I see some of those same people and it's, it's like, damn, okay, damn, all right, you still doing that, you, still, you know? Um, but I think we tend to put our parents on a pedestal and, you know, they are responsible for how we grow and how we're raised and everything. But you got to remember that sometimes they're just big fucked up kids like us, you know, like some of us. You know what I mean? I feel like and that's irresponsible to have kids when you're fucked up like that, you know? It, it happens. But, you know, like not everyone was able to able to deal with their issues and you got to remember it's, it's a different world you know our parents grew up in um you know there were a lot of expectations and like how you say your dad says some of those things maybe he takes it as in in the world he grew up in as it was uh shameful or whatever to to be like you know flamboyant or whatever you know however he feels about you or you know it's it's he might feel embarrassed that you know he has a kid that turned out like that but that's his issues you know what i mean that he has have now moved into my my issues right but if you just look at them like big fucked up people i don't know i i find kind of like forgiveness in that because they 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 just fucked up too you know what i mean it's like 
you can't expect them to have all the answers and have themselves figured out. You you never know, you know, but but you can acknowledge your past and you can ask someone for forgiveness so that you can move on. And I've never gotten that. That's what I'm saying is that, yeah, of course, people are humans. People make mistakes. I've made way more than anyone should in their lifetime. And uh, I apologize and I take accountability when I do have those things happen, you know, but I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I get that this is not something if, that's going to be resolved. You're by waiting the end on, of this episode, I, I'm but. just saying if you're waiting on a, like somebody else to change, you're, you're wasting your time. You know, like if, if you in order for you to be happy, you need your, your father or whatever to say, I'm sorry, then you're going to continue to be unhappy. You know what I mean? Like you, you got to just. But then the people around me, my siblings or my mom, who like want me to sit down at a table and have dinner with these people as if they didn't do all these crazy things to me. Like, no, there's so many expectations for me as the person who was hurt to be forgiving and to be moving on. It's like, holy, sh I haven't even gotten the tools to be this amazing person you guys talk about that's able to forgive and to love and the, this and that. Like, I don't even have the tools to do that. I've never gone through that before. So how am I gonna mm. just magically do it? You gotta look at it like this too. You can't, you can't control any, you can't control anybody. You can't even control the people closest to you, right? Even though they hurt you the most, you can't control what your dad says or does or how he reacts to your life. You can only control what you do and how you react. You know what I mean? If you try to spend your time seeking him, like what Jeremy said, you can't wait. You can't, I think he said that. You can't wait for your dad to like come to you and apologize to you. Like you just have to take accountability for yourself. And then you got to let go. I think you're, you're, you're so, it's hard for you. And then you're, it's hard for you to let go. I understand that. But if you don't, you're going to have this feeling forever, you know? he's not obviously he's going to do what he wants he's going to say what he wants he's going to act how he wants he's going to listen to you if he wants to or not so are you going to wait for him to do what you would like him to do or are you just going to learn how to seek a better life for yourself i'm just saying that if he were to apologize it would certainly help so again i've done 28 years or i don't know how many years the problems first started to go were but I've been able to, you know, correct a lot of my issues lately. And now that I'm faced with one that is from my past, I, it just means like, you know, he's he my dad contributed to these issues. If he were to throw me a bone by apologizing and acknowledging acknowledging how horrible he was to me in the past, that might help. And if he doesn't, then I have to figure it out either way. You know, so I get it. I get what you guys are saying. I mean, I know, I know that I have to deal with it. Of course, that's why I brought it up. But how do I deal with it is what I'm I, asking. I think, I think as far as your father, you, you just got to put it on the table. Just like, you know, lay it all out for him. It's been and, years ago. That's why I don't talk to him anymore. You know, the most you can do is, and one thing people get defensive, especially parents, because they don't, you know, think they're wrong and they don't want to be wrong. Or Mexican parents too, who don't, traditional yeah. Mexican parents. Yeah. People so, listening, I hope you have them. Or actually, I hope you don't have them. I'm sorry. I wish you don't. But if you do, you know what I'm talking about. They don't say sorry. The mm -hmm. parent is not wrong. Yep. The kid is wrong. The kid says sorry. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm dealing with. Yeah. So sorry. A, lot of, a lot of people get defensive. Um, mm -hmm. So I think it's important how you approach it too. Um, and I, I think if you're just like, hey, this is how I feel. You know what I mean? Not like you did this to me, but this is how I feel about that situation. And it really mean me a lot to me if like we could have a conversation about that or, you know, whatever. And it might get to that apology. 
you know, I think that's the most you can do. And if they're just like, nope, I was not wrong, you know, blah, 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 then, that, then that's that. And you just accept that. But at least you laid it out there. And then that's their problem. You know what I mean? Because if someone came to you, you know, you probably wouldn't blow them off. And if they do, then you know that that's their personality and you can move on from that. Yeah. Well, shit, I have a lot of work to do if I'm going to <laughs> be single for another fucking year or however long you think I need to be single for. Because obviously I have no business dating on a bruised and beaten heart. Okay. I, it Those sucks. It sucks. When you get broken up with or they do something shady, like that shit hurts. Yeah. And I just need to not react. That's that's going to be my, my main focus is not reacting the way that I used to. So on that note, Whoa, <laughs> we are definitely at the end of the episode. Uh, are you guys up to play a game before we go, though? I do yeah. have a game. Sure. I'll try to make it quick. Okay, cool. So this has nothing to do with anything we've talked about this whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is Who Am I? So what I have for you guys are three mysterious public figures. I have three hints per person, and they are riddle-style hints. Your job is to tell me, who am I? Okay. All right. Okay, number one. I've appeared in over 150 films, but my most memorable role came from Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino. I said that wrong. I married my wife over 40 years ago. I once played an FBI agent who had a messy encounter on a flight. Who am I? I have no idea. Samuel L. Jackson? Yes! Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. Okay. That was good. I don't know how I thought of it. I think I was watching like E! News and he was on when I was making this game. I was like, oh, okay. That was like 150 <laughs> movies. I don't I know. know any. I didn't know he's been in that many. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I guess Pulp Fiction, which I've never heard. Have you guys seen that? Perfect yeah. amazing. You said plane, and I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I almost didn't, but I was like, no, mm. I know Jeremy, he's gonna want a more <laughs> precise hint. Okay, <laughs> number two, I made my acting debut in 1986 when I was 16 years old. According to Cosmo, my net worth is an estimated $400 million. I've been married three times, engaged five times. And I have a set of twins. Who am I? George Clooney. No. <laughs> He's only been married once. This is a this is a man. You're allowed to ask me. Sixteen eighty six. This is not a man. No. Okay. It's okay. not a man. No wait. Huh? I don't know. Damn. Hold on. Hold Did on. you just say an answer? I tried, but I took it back. Eighty six. It's not Jennifer. Who? Jennifer Lopez? Yes! <laughs> what? Yes! See, I thought you said you, it, and I was like, I can't you that. Huh? What clue gave you that? I would have never, I didn't know any of that married, about her. Married, married three times, engaged five times? She's always engaged. Like, so I don't follow her like that. And she's got twins, so I was like, okay. Oh, okay. I didn't know she had twins either. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, Nay, two for two, yay. I'm killing it. <laughs> okay, and the last one. I'm a dancer, choreographer, singer, actress, and TV star. Many people under 35 know me as the nice one. I was all over the radio in the late 80s and in the tabloids during the early 90s. Who am I? I have no idea. That's, that's, I have no idea. Kardashian? Mm. Okay, well, yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah. Would you like to know her um, nationality? Yeah, sure. Sure. She is Syrian Jewish. Oh, I really don't know. I don't know. This is hard. Choreographer, dancer. Those are big clues. And you said actor? Actress, yep. Syrian? Oh, Gal Gadot? She was on the radio in the late 80s, all over oh, the radio. Oh, the 80s. The late, late, very late, late 80s. 80s. Syrian Jewish. You at least know one of her songs. I only knew one, and then I looked so it up. So it's more music. Like, oh, I know three. She's more known for music. I mean, yeah, that's why she's famous, but she's definitely more of a dancer than a singer. <laughs> she's known as the nice one. I question if I even know this person. I don't, I don't think so. No, close. Oh, What's the other one? You're talking about a Jackson? She's not a Jackson. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, never mind. Mm. Michelle. Okay, ready for know. a very obvious hint? Yeah. Yeah. She is responsible for finding stars like Kelly Clarkson, Carrie Underwood, Clay Aiken, and oh. Fantasia Brino. Holla. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that lady. Paula Abdul. Yeah. Yay. I know her from that show, but I don't. I've never. I don't think. I've right. That's how I only know Paula Abdul because of American Idol, and then I'm like, yeah. oh shit, she's yeah, definitely yeah. you know made her money before I ever knew about her. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know she was Syrian though. That's, that's pretty. I thought she was Armenian, so I was gonna put in the hint. I'm Ar- mm-hmm. I was Armenian before Kim Kardashian ever was, or something mm-hmm. like that. But then yeah. I looked it up. I was like, oh wait, she's Syrian. Never mind. Yeah, so to leave you guys on a positive note, <laughs> instead of my <laughs> um, my world drama in my personal life. So <laughs> thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Thanks for playing along. Um, yeah, yay. I'm excited you came back to the show, Nay. Of course, Jeremy, I'm always excited when you come back. This yeah, is like your, what, like ninth or tenth episode. I don't know about that many, but maybe yeah, like well, fifth. Talia thought she was on 20, and then I counted, and it was seven. And I feel like you've definitely been on more than seven. <laughs> So I'm sure it's between oh, seven and maybe, ten. I don't know, maybe, maybe, yeah. yeah. And nay, I hope this won't be your last time back. Um, it's always great to have you, and it's always great to see you. My God, you're one of my favorite people. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so everyone listening at home, I hope you're having a wonderful Thirsty Thursday. The weekend's coming up. Be safe. Wear your mask. Don't wear your mask. Get a vaccine. Don't get a vaccine. I don't get. I don't really care. I don't know what else to say right now. But I don't care. <laughs> um, and we'll see you all next week. Goodbye. <laughs>